Jake Paul recently won another boxing match. He's actually, I think he's going to catch Floyd one day. Because <laughs> he's undefeated still. But speaking of knockouts, how you feel about your boy Draymond? <laughs> oh, man. I've, I'm done defending Draymond, man. I, uh... I can relate. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you with Harden. So. Yeah. I, um... I hate it so much. Here, okay, here's... I have two thoughts on it. Thought number one is... We're not going to use this as an excuse for people to be like... Draymond... People are like, Draymond is not a Hall of Famer. Are you fucking kidding me? Like... <laughs> In the Gage Jones Hall of Fame, you would be totally right. He doesn't even make it onto the ballot. People don't even get the chance to vote for him. But in the NBA Hall of like the what Naismith Hall of Fame or whatever it yeah. is, it's Mitch Richmond's in there. Like if you have four rings and a deep boy and right. like multiple All NBA appearances, he has like fucking nine All Defense appearances. Like True. you're in there, <laughs> yeah. you're in there, buddy. Um, yeah, like Rodman's t- all set, top seventy five. So Draymond's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, and Rodman being top seventy five is whack because I don't think D twelve. I, I don't think D twelve is on there. Yeah, and that's crazy. But back to Draymond. Um, it's just too much. It's just too much. I hope he's suspended the whole season. I hope they do not let him play again this year. Mm. I hope it's like a sixty game or whatever the rest of the season is. Because bro, like uh, he fucking he never shows remorse for his actions. Right, and he just did something crazy earlier this year. <laughs> After doing something crazy, I think it was crazier. The, to me, the Gobert was even a little crazier. Like he, yeah, oh, for like sure. he. Like, the fight's done, and he's just choking him for, like, another time. And then afterwards, he's like, oh, I didn't realize how long I was choking him. And it's like, oh, clearly you have some sort of issue then. Yeah. I'd fucking realize if I was, no, I don't know, I've never choked someone out like that. Well, he wasn't out, but whatever. Still, though, like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) I, um, uh, it's just, it's, it's fucked. And, like, so many people are like, oh, he's gotta, like, figure stuff out in his life, and, like, I know he's gotta, the like, take time Steve away. Kerr was talking about it. Like, like Steve Kerr was talking about, like, how, like, his, like, son got addicted to ketamine, is what it fucking sounded <laughs> yeah, like. He's like, you know, he's just a man like anyone else, and, like, he's gonna have to take some time away and reflect. Like, holy shit, did he, like, fucking, like, like, did he sexually assault somebody? Yeah, like, I what, know. What, what happened? The way they talk about it is so somber. Like, yeah, it is. um it is fucking crazy uh like i don't know like he got fouled but still it doesn't mean shit like they didn't call that happens all the fucking time he like literally turns around like looks at like looking at the dude and like almost he does open his hand i will admit that he it wasn't a complete closed fist hit but like he just fucking swings like it's insane no yeah. one else does that no one else does <laughs> shit like that man. and it's like, also but it is different though like steve Kerr was even talking about he's like the 10 years like before like a year ago like before the jordan pool stuff he's like like that's whatever and like that's kind of true like it even though there's a lot of incidents there's probably like maybe like one a year now we've had like three like insane incidents like i think like these last three might Four. be with the sabonis stomping oh too? the sabonis yeah you're right you're right about that <laughs> Those four might be worse than anything else he's done. Like, kicking yeah. Stephen Adams in the nuts or whatever. Like And LeBron in the nuts. <laughs> and Stephen Adams again. Yeah, Stephen Adams the second time. As Stephen Adams said, I'm pretty sure in the press conference afterwards, he's like, not that big of a target, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just classic Stephen Adams. He gives the fucking best quotes, yeah. man. <laughs> he's so funny. And, yeah. Also, I think he has, like, five brothers or something. So, he's, he's like, no, not that big. He has, like, 11 brothers. Oh, he does. Yeah. And they're all, like, aren't they all, like, as big as They're all too? huge. He has, like, multiple, like, Olympic, like, whatever athlete, like, siblings. Uh, like, he has, like, all, all his sisters and brothers. Apparently, they're all, like, over 6'7". Damn. Yeah. Holy fuck. And his family was, like, relatively poor. So, like, they had, like, a very hard time putting food on the table. Right. As you can imagine yeah damn crazy yeah also like it like it's such a weird perspective like in retrospect like the five games was ridiculous for like the gobert especially if jaw gets 25 for flashing a gun in the offseason like draymond should at least get that for like an nba uh, like in an nba game like choking a dude yeah yeah, oh, for sure. The one thing I will say about the, the jaw suspension is it's kind of similar to this second Draymond suspension and that the league it's was like, repeat. the league was like, all right, like, 
you need to start taking this seriously, like, right. or we're going to start punishing you. Yeah, and then repeat offender. And then thing. within a month, it's not even like it's like a couple years later, it's the same thing. Like, within a month, Jaw was doing it again. That's the same. That's the it, reason I'm like, It was within a month? I yeah. felt like it was like half a year, no? No, it was the same season, like oh, a, a month or two later. Because okay. the shit came out like before the All Star break, and then like the second shit came out in like March or whatever. Right, okay. Um, Yeah, and fucking Draymond is just. So dumb, man. He is so ridiculously stupid with yeah. his actions. Like, do you think he's just like he doesn't, he can't internalize losing because he's been winning like almost his whole career that like he's just so frustrated with like his team? Um, I don't think so. Like, because he's always been a, a tech heavy guy, even when they right. were at their like best of times. I think it's like when you're as emotionally like supercharged as Draymond, like. Shit happens, you know? Right. And, like, he, uh, obviously the stuff in the last year has been, like, extra. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's tough. Like, when you when you have that much emotional investment in a game, like, you make right. split-second decisions like yeah. anyone else does, and then, like, shit happens. Like, uh, any player like that, like, Pat Bev has had his moments where you could be like, like, right. the, the shit with Russell Westbrook, where I genuinely think he's going for the loose ball, but, right. like, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, a normal point guard doesn't dive towards somebody's feet for, when like, when a ball. When they're calling a timeout. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Pat Bev does. And that's the reason Pat Bev has a job in the NBA. Right. And the reason Draymond's a Hall of Famer is because he's so emotionally charged. Like, right. if you if he was, like, a passive dude, he, like, might not even be in the league. Because, right. like, you think about the great defenders, and, like, usually they're that kind of ultra-competitive, right. like, kind of dudes, right? Mm-hmm. So. At least, especially historically. I feel like now we do have a little bit more with, like, Kawhi and, like, Drew, Mikhail Bridges. Sure. But, like, yeah, like, definitely historically. And still a lot a lot of the good defenders, like Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Yeah, like, even, even Rudy Gobert. Is like not the most emotional player, but he's right. definitely like a, a emotional heavy kind of dude. Like yeah. he, you know, he's he's been in his fair amount of scuffles. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm uh, I I would say like I, I am a little bit disappointed with Draymond, but at the same time, it's like what what do we what did we even expect at this point? Right. And like one of the like most sad parts about it is like a couple of years ago, uh, I think it was Zach Lowe put out like a some sort of article about, like, uh, Draymond. I forget what it was, but it was pretty negative. Oh, okay. And then, like, Yusuf Nurkic goes on Twitter and is like, you're an idiot. Like, oh. you, like you don't know shit about ball. And even, like, after, like, the Draymond stuff went down, like, Yusuf Nurkic, not in the interview right after, but an interview... Like, the Draymond stuff with six. Nurkic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He basically said, like, that the respect is still there, and, like, as a competitor, like, he, like... You know, like, loves to compete with them and still thinks that he's, like, a great player. Okay. But, like, it's just, like, he, he needs to figure it out. Right. And that's, like, I don't know, man. It's just, it, it's too bad that, like, somebody that talented, mm-hmm. like, who's been such a, a huge part of NBA history over the past 10 years. Right. It, like, the first thing that people are going to think of him is being a head case. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, yeah, and that, like, that's true. Uh, like, especially, yeah, because he has such a, like, resume that, like, you don't need to prove shit. It, it's almost in the same vein of, like, why is LeBron lying all the time? Like, who, who are you trying to impress? Like, yeah. Draymond, like you said, you're going to make the Hall of Fame one day. Like, you don't need to, like, keep, like, like you can chill out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of all my thoughts. Yeah, I think it's about it. There has been one other crazy thing that's happened in the past couple of days of NBA, and that's the Giannis oh, ball situation get the ball. with Indiana. And I am a team anti-Giannis in this. If you watch the video, the ball comes off the rim at the end of the game, the ref grabs it, and instantly a Bucks staff member Facts. grabs the ball from the Facts. ref's hands. So Giannis, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and the way he was like talking to like so, the like, Pacers Halliburton. players yeah. and like the staff members, like in a game I get the shit talk, but like dude, like like, you're talking to, like, grown men. Right. Like, how... In what situation... Like, if you're like, hey, like, this game ball's important to me. Like, would you guys be able to get this for me? Right. Like, I just broke <laughs> our franchise record. Yeah. Team that has Kareem. Like, I feel like that time. goes way better. Right. And, like... Uh, it, but the thing is, though, they didn't have the ball. Because Carlisle said that they got him the ball later. 
Yeah, but that wasn't like like the, Milwaukee got the ball at the end of the game. Like it but was given to a for, Buck staff member for sure. But I think he ends up giving it to a pacer. Then Giannis should be angry at his own staff. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Figure out who he gave yeah. it to. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Don't go like running into the locker room. I like he was running like he wanted to fight someone. Like, yeah, it's like Isaiah like, Stewart. When he was, was like fighting LeBron. It was exactly like that. It was exactly like that. Yeah, or like dudes are literally like having to hold him back. Yeah, man. I. Uh, was that the same game where Giannis gets hard fouled and his brother's like also? Yeah, yeah, that game was chippy all game, for sure. And like obviously those teams don't like each other. It's been contentious every time they played each other. It was mm-hmm. in the in season tournament. That game was like one of the chippier games of the tournament, right? Uh, and they're gonna play each other a couple more times this year. They're division rivals. They're both okay. really good teams, kind of similar style of play wise, and just like let's run a bunch of offense and not defend anyone, which is weird to say for the Bucks, <laughs> but this year for sure, yeah, that's what they are. Um. Which is kind of funny because they have like two of the best shot blocking centers in the league <laughs> on those two teams. Um, right. But yeah, I uh, I just think Giannis kind of you know it's <laughs> it's kind of, it, like I get it, but like at the same time, why why are you going to these lengths? Yeah, and to 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 be fair, he it's it's not for like any selfish reason. It's not like he wants the game ball. Like, it has been shown that he, like, does give the game ball out. Like, he'll give it to, like, his mom or something. Like, he'll sign it. And, like right. He said in the after-game interview that he wanted to give it to Dame for getting fifth place. Oh, on that the was... Oh, I, yeah. I completely bro. forgot about that. Are you For kidding? passing Kyle Korver. That's some, NBA like, legend Kyle Korver. That's some LeBron, like, Malcolm X book. Where they're, right. like, where they're like, what's your favorite part of the book? Nah, there's too many passages <laughs> for me. You know, they're all so special. <laughs> It is. That's some like a high level NBA cap, bro. Facts. <laughs> he passed Kyle Korver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what? One time All Star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kyle Korver, like one of the greatest three point shooters ever. If they put a post on their social media, I wouldn't clown them. Of course Chris not. Place all time on something like three pointers is sick. It's yeah, really it's top a really five thing to have. <laughs> But, like, I'm not going to fight a man to get him a ball for passing Kyle motherfucking Gorver. Yeah. That was retarded. Because if he just said for his, like, 62 for passing Kareem, like, prime Kareem. Yeah. Franchise record. Single season record. Yeah. Yeah. Or single game record. Yeah. Yeah, something tells me that, uh. You know, uh, like, <laughs> and I think that he's played the Pacers three times this year. The Pacers have won two of the three games. And Giannis is averaging 50. Yeah. <laughs> that is insane. But yeah, yeah, Giannis being a bit of a crybaby. Not his first time, you know? True. Like, with the whole ladder situation, too. He, right, he's yeah. He's an emotional guy, you yeah, know? He, he lets emotions get the best of him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's re- he, when he feels like he's been disrespected, he, like, the gloves come off. Yeah, he's like, um, like, what's his face? The main guy from Back to the Future. Where he's like, who you calling chicken? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Marty McFly. Marty McFly. I haven't even seen the movie. Yeah, do you, I and you know his name. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, cry some more, Giannis. <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you're going to draw... I mean, like, he's kind of like Draymond, though. He just has, like, such an insane motor. Like, he's, like, the only, like, dude in the NBA who's, like, a superstar and, like, exclusively slashes. Like, other yeah. than, like, maybe Zion, if you count him as a superstar. But, like, yeah. you, like, he's... He is, like, arguably the best player. He's probably the second best player in the world because of his motor. Mm-hmm. And, like, that does – it's, like, the Draymond thing where it transfers over. Oh, and, for sure. And, like, it is just words. It's not, like, relax. Like, relax, but it's not It's not an, a too big of an issue. Oh, like, yeah. I don't think he should get suspended. Like, no, no. I, I, yeah. um, but I'm just saying – I'm saying in general on the whole situation – I'm definitely like he is more in the wrong than the right. Pacers. He is petty too because he's like, yeah, the gave me the ball doesn't feel like it was the game ball. <laughs> yeah, man. Like what? <laughs> Do you think the Pacers intentionally didn't give him the game ball? And they're like, fuck a legitimate random ball because they're kind of petty too a little bit. Maybe. Ah, whatever. You know, it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Also, uh, uh, I I think it was uh, Chris Vernon who was saying that he, like, talked to a couple players in, like, a locker room, I think in, I would assume, Memphis's locker room, uh-huh. and was like, uh, oh, uh, do you still have the, like, game ball from your, like, first ever NBA points? And almost all of them looked at him like he was a fucking idiot. All of them <laughs> were like, why the hell would I have that? 
True. They people don't keep their game balls. But people? there is proof that at least one of the Pacers rookies like got his game ball. It's sure. like all painted and stuff too. Yeah. But this Pacers rookie already scored a point. Yeah, but it's it, and also it he didn't even score a bucket. He uh, yeah. went to the free throw and got one free throw. And Anthony, how many times do I have to say this? How do you get one free throw? <laughs> uh, you miss one. <laughs> yeah, you miss one. You miss an attempt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he ends he's, with one point. He's not that taking, was his only point. He's not taking the technical. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was it, it's his first uh, regular season point because it was is the tournament finals when he got the other one. Oh no, he didn't even. Oh no, it's yeah. way sicker to for the to in season tournament in finals. season tournament finals. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was, yeah, it was a fucking random ass situation. Halliburton looked so confused the whole time. Yeah, the whole time he's like, "What are you talking about?" Like, I think he had no <laughs> idea where the game ball was. Like you said, like who? Like, talk to like the dude who grabbed the ball first. Figure out if he doesn't have it. Who did he give it to? Go to that guy. Repeat the process. You'll eventually get the ball. Like, don't yeah. just like yell at like the other team like randomly. Spe- yeah, like you started off with the main point, especially when your fucking uh, dude grabbed the ball. Like, why are you talking to the other team about where the ball is? Yeah, man. I, uh, freaking Giannis. Seize <laughs> <laughs> 2 is crazy, though. Seize uh, 2 is crazy. He's been having a really good year. They should have brought him back. Like, I know they, they brought out all the starters, and then the uh, bench guys came in, uh, and then they brought it to 10, but there was still only, like, a minute and a half or two minutes left. Like, yeah. Like whatever, man. You I don't. I don't care about that kind of stuff. Like right. Wilt was like cherry picking all the way down the court to get to a hundred points. So oh, like, okay. Who cares? Really? Like, yeah. Who who really cares? He about won the game, though, stuff? right? Yeah. Okay. Um. So uh, you know, I don't. I don't think it really matters. <laughs> like breaking the records, breaking the record. Like Fast. being in a position to even do that is impressive enough on its own. Right. Also. Kind of funny that we're just hurtling towards the top three in MVP being the same as, what is this going to be the fourth year in a row, <laughs> yeah. having those three dudes? And shout out Shay, because Shay could easily be one of those top three, but right. it really, really is starting to feel like it's going to be the same top three as it's been the past, I, I would think the last two, maybe three years. Who did the Sixers just beat by 50? Was it the Hornets? Yes. The, bro, their schedule recently has been like Hornets, Pistons, Wizards, <laughs> Pistons, Wizards. Like, Damn. that's been their last five games. They've been playing only bad teams, right. basically. Um, I think they put the Hawks fairly recently, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, not a whole lot of good stuff in there. <laughs> I, I don't know. The, the Hawks can beat good teams. The Hawks The Hawks are deadly. Uh, you want to get to the Raptors? <laughs> Uh, if fuck man, I hate that we got blown out by the Hawks because it was like, damn, like nothing, nothing ever. Uh, like when you're on a losing streak, it always feels good to play the Hawks because they're gonna break that. And then we beat the Hawks. It's like yes, and we get fucking stomped by yeah. them literally the next game. You know when your team's kind of spinning its tires, you know all <laughs> season, and you know you're not playing that well. Nothing better than playing the Raptors twice because <laughs> you know you're gonna get one At of least those. One of them. <laughs> Probably both. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I have no new comments on the Raptors. I know. That's the problem. It's, like, literally the same. We need to trade someone, <laughs> like, so badly. We, like, it, we have to trade someone. Like, this has to be the trade deadline that we actually do something. Oh, for sure. For sure. Did you hear that? Uh, there's been apparently talks with Pascal about contract extension have been have been moving forward a bit. Oh, though. okay. I, I no, I didn't hear about that. I heard uh, the teams are interested in him. But. Yeah. So if we were to sign him to a contract extension now, we'd be able to trade him uh, as soon as next off season. So you know what? Those oh, e- so either it, either of those two paths are fine. If we want to sign to an extension up. and kick the kick the can down the road and decide we want to do this off season, that's fine by me. If, if we sign to the extension mid season, right. I don't want to leave it up in the air until the off season. Like what's right. up with them? If we don't plan on re-signing him, that's fine. That's trade fine. Him. Trade him. Right. <laughs> trade him. Like I do not want to be negotiating that in the off season because mm-hmm. that's a position of weakness as an organization. For sure. Um, and then OG, like, we should have just trade last year. Like, uh, if we were actually offered that many firsts for him, like... I was it three? Yeah, I think it was three. 
I don't know why we. I don't know why we would say no to that. He's not like a star. I know. <laughs> and the worst is like they probably like I, I think I mentioned it the last podcast. They probably would have given us this year's pick. I know. I know. Man. <laughs> um. So they're fucking happy. We said no for sure. Uh. Before we get to the main segment, I okay. do have one last little thing just to talk about. So, like, there's been lots of talk in the past couple of years about uh, expansion, right? Yeah. And how there's too much talent in the league and needs to expand. Right. And my zag to that is, no, there is not. We, this year, are witnessing three of maybe the worst three basketball teams I have ever seen in the same season. The Spurs, the Wizards, yes. and most importantly, the fucking Detroit Pistons are jokes to basketball. And until we figure out, like, how fucking abysmal these teams are, they're getting blown out most nights, all three yes. of them. It's basically just a free win for whoever's, whoever's <laughs> playing them. Like, we're talking about, like, the the Pistons or the, the Wizards and the Spurs just getting their fourth wins. Like, now. Like, 25, 26 games in this season. Yeah. So, how about the we Spurs are out? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's almost... I feel like the Pistons were getting all the attention. Like, the Spurs were, like, right behind them on that losing streak, like, the whole time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the but, and I think everyone realizes that the Wizards are, like, the least serious team in the league. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, like, um, the nice thing with the Wizards is, like, this is their first year trying this. Like, Detroit right. has been doing this, for like, basically off and on for 15 years now. <laughs> and the Spurs have really only been doing this for like three or four years, um, but off, I, off and on, yeah, yeah, because they did have the Blake Griffin stuff in the Drummond years. Yeah, they won zero playoff games, but yes, <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, I have some stats about the Detroit Pistons for you, buddy. All right, let's hear. It. Uh, you want you want to hear about the Detroit Detroit basketball? basketball. Yes, sir. The Detroit Pistons. The worst team of all time, percentage-wise. No team is as bad as them. They're on pace to be the worst team ever. Third oh, worst, bit like current year. Yeah, okay. third worst point differential all time. Washington San Antonio tied for 13th worst team of all time, by the way. Wow. Only team better than them, like, or, or worse, worse than them. <laughs> that, that, like, even semi-recently is the 2016 process Sixers. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been seeing a lot of posts, like, we're finally seeing a team worse than the process Sixers. And we really are. I'm, and, like, Cade Cunningham is... Second in the league in turnovers and has the worst field goal percentage of anybody who takes over 16 shots a game. Damn. Which is, like, not me, like, nitpicking stats. Like, he takes, like, 19 shots a game. Like, he takes yeah. a lot more than that. Like, the only, the players who are in, like, worse than him who take a lot of shots is, like, Jordan Clarkson. is like, the next most shots taken wow. of somebody who shoots worse than him. Which, Jordan Clarkson low-key having, like, a terrible year. He's shooting mm-hmm. 39% from the field and 30% from three. But, like, no, Utah is so bad, like, who yeah, cares? Yeah, no one cares. Yeah, but, like, Cade is, like... You, there's two ways to look at it. Either he's bad, and then, like, it's just a, like, and then a slew of bad draft <laughs> decisions that they made over the past 10 right. years. I don't think that's the case. Or, he's, like, actually good, and you're giving him no real NBA development. He's not playing on a real NBA team right now. No. He's learning nothing. You might as well, he might as well be doing, like, the fucking G League Goodnight. And he'd be getting just as much fucking real experience. Yeah. Like, they're, like, these, like <laughs> they're competitive for, like, maximum 30 minutes a night before right. they're, like, it's gone. And they, like, they have no chance. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, like, their biggest, like, thing to look forward to is, like, wait till Bogdanovich gets back. Yeah, man. And that was, <laughs> and then he came back. And he's been, like, good. Right. But doesn't, doesn't do anything for them. Has he been... You yeah. want to you want to hear the last ten years of draft history of okay. of Detroit? Mostly bad teams. So these are all picks that they're trying to hit like on, like lottery picks. Mm-hmm. Most recent, Asar Thompson seems good, good so far. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But it's fine. Before that, Jaden Ivy. He yeah. could be good. They don't play him. Uh, also, they took a guard. The three guards right after him are Benedict Matherin, Shane Sharp, and Dyson Daniels, who mm-hmm. are all, like, real rotation guards. Dyson Daniels, if you were, like, Jay Knight, yeah, is gonna, still going to be better than him. Sure. I mean, Dyson Daniels is better this year because, like, he plays meaningful minutes on a team that, like, right, is yeah, serious. He plays. he plays more minutes per game than Jay Knight. <laughs> on a more on, on on New Orleans. Team yeah. yeah. Um, the year before that, they took Cade Cunningham. Good. That's a good pick. Uh, the worst first overall pick since, like, probably Aiden. 
Like, cause like Wembenyama is better, Bankero is better, Edwards is better, right. Zion's better. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Who knows? As I said, like it's really tough to judge him. The year before that, Killian Hayes at number seven, rough. Obi Toppin was the next pick, and you know who was mocked at number six and fell all the way down to twelve? Tyrese Halliburton. Mm. Tyrese Halliburton in that draft at number six, they're like, why wasn't he taken? And at number seven, they're like, why wasn't he taken? And now we're saying, why wasn't he taken? Um. <laughs> He might be the best player from that draft. <laughs> he, he's the best player this season from that draft. Yeah. And we'll see in the future. Like, Anthony Edwards has a good chance. Right. To, you know? <laughs> Fuck, even LaMelo Ball. If, right. In 10 years, LaMelo Ball is the best player of that draft. Like, maybe. Sure. Go go for it. <laughs> Killian Hayes, I will, I, I will like, that money. sell my kidney <laughs> if he's the best player on that draft. <laughs> There's literally no shot. Yeah. He's bad at basketball. Okay. Year before that, Seko Domboya, out of the league already. Yeah. Year before Wait, that. what pick was that? 15. So, okay, okay. you know what? They made the playoffs, and then they're like, let's get Seko. Okay. It's a terrible though. pick. Yeah, terrible. Year before that, they trade their pick for Blake Griffin. Do you want to know what that pick ended up being? Uh, uh, don't tell me it was like Shay. That pick was Miles Bridges. And Miles Bridges, the, the Clippers traded for Shea Gilgis-Alexander. <laughs> so, either they get Miles Bridges, which... Some legal off-court stuff, but better than not having a pick. Yeah, and also, yeah. like, a pretty decent player, he is a good player would play, would start, and be maybe the best player <laughs> on their team this year. Right. Or they would have Shea Gilgis-Alexander. And, like, if you have, like, that is, like, a, like, complete sliding doors. Because they're just, like, a completely different team over the past couple of years if they have Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Yeah. All right, let's keep on going back. Year before that, Luke Kennard, number 12. Luke Kennard at number 12 is fine. He's okay. It's all right. Yeah, it's all yeah, right. That's, that's okay. I mean, the next two picks are Donovan Mitchell and Bam Adebayo back-to-back, <laughs> which is a little tough, which is a little tough. Donovan uh, Mitchell and Bam. That seems crazy. But the, who is above Kennard then in that draft, you know? No, no, I just have okay. right after him. But Donovan that Mitchell and Bam Adebayo right after him. <laughs> a little tough. bit better. <laughs> it's tough. Like <laughs> Some all-NBA guys. <laughs> And then the year after that, 18, or the year before that, I should say, Henry Ellison, 18th pick. Never even heard that. Name. Out of the league already. Uh, two picks right after him. More realistic for an 18th overall pick. Malik Beasley and Karis LeVert. Either of those guys would start on this team and yeah. would be very, very useful. They with might their be like their second powers. players. Oh my God. Do you know how much, <laughs> like, if, if, like, Cade had Malik Beasley or Karis LeVert, do you know how much that helps? Like, it's, it's like playmaking and spacing yeah. and just having a second scoring option. Right, like, right. Uh, both those players would play well with him and yeah. would be fit well on this team. <laughs> Year before that, Stanley Johnson, Raptors legend, number yeah. eight pick. A little tough. Uh, For kind of, eight, a, kind of a weak draft. I mean, like, the picks right after him weren't that good. Miles Turner goes at 11, which would have okay. been nice. Devin Booker goes at 13, but, like, kind Damn. of an outlier for 13th. That's, like, a really good pick. Uh, and the year before that, in 2014, they traded their pick, uh, which was the ninth overall pick, which didn't end up being that good. Okay. Uh, they traded for Corey Maggette, who won them 29 games that year. Okay, yeah. So would have been, ni- been nice to keep <laughs> to keep that. So in the past 10 years, they've basically, I wouldn't say any of their picks, like, it's not like they've been, like, just abysmal, miss right. after miss after miss. Right. But just the aggregate of it is, like, depressing. Right. Like, once you get past, like, Asar Thompson and Cade Cunningham, like, Luke Kennard. This is as good as it gets. And, like, Luke Kennard, like, I couldn't tell you how good he's been this year. Because he doesn't really play minutes on, like, a not good Memphis team. Yeah, That's tough. (laughs) If you were to handicap this year's Detroit Pistons... Like, but, I mean, they could use Luke Kennard. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, they could. Well, like, you think, like, like a few years ago, like, they had, like, Luke Kennard and, like, Bruce Brown and, like, Chris Middleton's another dude that was a second-round pick that they let go through their system. Mm. Like, they're just he all these, like... Yeah. Uh, oh, they got he traded. He got Milwaukee. traded halfway through his rookie year. Uh, oh, okay. To, to Milwaukee. Oh, okay. So, okay. Got it. So, like... So that's why it feels like he's been... Yeah. And instead, they decided they were going to develop Stanley Johnson or whatever <laughs> they decided to do. <laughs> Uh, if you were to give them five extra points per game, them start the game at with five points, and just the games goes the same way, they would be five and twenty-one this season. They would have three more wins. Nice. If you were to give them ten extra points, they would just hit five hundred. If you were to give the Warriors ten extra points per game, they would be on a pace to beat the seventy-three and nine Warriors. <laughs> and the Warriors suck this year. But they also, yeah, yeah, yeah. a ten point. That is crazy. They're losing half of their games this year by ten or more points. 50% of the games, wipe them out. It's not close. Like, and like... <laughs> oh my god. So, 
They actually already have a straight losses streak and 14 straight losses, which is the most uh, playoff losses, which is the most oh, straight playoff wow. losses in NBA history. In 2008, they went to the conference finals. And it's still right? going? Uh, yeah, it's active. <laughs> uh, in 2008, they went to the conference finals. It was a 2-2 series against the big three Boston Celtics. Lost the last two games of that series. So Next sad. year, got swept. 2016, got swept. 2019, got swept. 14 straight playoff <laughs> losses in a row. God also, damn. not winning a playoff game since 2008. The team that has the second longest playoff drought is the Charlotte Hornets since 2016, which is only eight years compared to 16 years, which they're not going to make the playoffs this year. So it's going to be 17, 17 years between sure. playoff games for Detroit. Like guaranteed, guaranteed, and I would be very surprised if it's not eighteen or more. Right. What is the Kings one that they just broke? Uh, it's sixteen, seventeen years. But so they might break that. Yeah. So because wow. that that started in two thousand six, and the Pistons drought started in two thousand eight. Oh wow. So uh, so if they don't make it next year, they're gonna break that streak. No, not really, because they made the playoffs since. Like, the Kings didn't play any playoff games that Oh, time. you're talking about so playoff I'm talking wins. About, I'm talking about more, something more sad. I'm talking about going to three series and, and getting swept in all time. three of them. Right. Let me let me tell you the point differential in the 14 games. The last two games in that first series, four points, eight points. Kept it close. First sweep after that, 18, 12, 11, 21 point losses. Nothing close. The Damn. series after that, 5, 17, 10, 2, Kind of in a couple of those games. That's fun. Two points in a game four is kind of like a, like, who gives a fuck? But right. whatever. It's nice. That's the LeBron, Kyrie, Kevin Love Cavs. You know, they're kind of playing with their food, but whatever. When they played Giannis in, with Blake Griffin, it's a 36-point loss, a 21-point <laughs> loss, a 16-point loss, and a 23-point loss. Jesus. Over that 14-game playoff loss streak, it's a 14.5-point average per loss. <laughs> Holy shit. So basically what you're saying is even with the even if you still gave them the ten point handicap, they would have lost that series. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they, they still get swept in two out of their three sweeps <laughs> if you give them a ten point handicap. Jeez. <laughs> That's it. That's all I have to say. Uh, like it people talk about it a decent amount, yeah. but it needs to be talked about even more that like Detroit is like another level of like Garbage. Garbage. And just organizationally <laughs> for, like, years. They've never been that good since I started watching ball. They've been, right. like, either, like, frisky fringe team or, like, bat. Right. Like, they've never had a team that won more games that than, like, our, like, Scotty Barnes rookie team <laughs> since I started watching ball. And that, like, Scotty Barnes rookie Raptors team was fun. Right. But not that good. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. So it could always be worse. We sometimes they say the grass is greener on the other side. Grass can also be less green on the other mm-hmm. side. And yeah. sometimes it's nice to see that. I I don't like Detroit is I like they're a tough watch, first of all. Yeah. And like I couldn't even imagine being a fan of that team. <laughs> Two and twenty four is like it, it's it's insanity. another level. It's another level of bad. <laughs> and, like, the thing with the Wizards is, like, the Wizards, like, I thought were trying to be bad this year. Right. The Spurs, as soon as I I was like, oh, they're running Jeremy Sohan at point guard <laughs> instead of, like, a normal point guard. Oh, right. they, they want to they, – they don't really care if they win games or not. Mm-hmm. The Pistons, like, traded for Joe Harris in the offseason. Who like got hurt and hasn't played for them? To be fair, yeah. but like they made moves that are like okay, like let's, let's try and like at least like make some progress in the K right. era. And the, this year's been like a step backwards from a team that was like already abysmally bad last year. I think they won like seventeen games last year, and they're gonna win less this year. And they won seventeen games last year and got the fifth overall pick. If they don't get a top four pick with this team this year, it'll like, just be rinse and repeat forever. And like this is a weak draft yeah, class. Like they could get the draft. first pick, and it doesn't even. And they're they're gonna get the first pick because it's a weak <laughs> draft class. Because they get the Cade Cunningham instead of the Victor Wembanyama or the right. Zion Williamson. The only times that they get lucky is whenever it's you know the like less touted rookie coming yeah. through. They're, yeah, yeah, that is crazy. Um, you said they are, they might be like one of the worst franchises of all time, other than if you if you exclude the bad boy Pistons, they have one ring. Outside yeah. of that, and they're really old, right? Aren't they one of the earliest teams ever? Yep. 
Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they have three rings. And, like, they have some iconic teams, you know? Right. And they, they go to a bunch of conference finals. Like, those Chauncey, Rasheed Wallace teams, mm-hmm. like, I think they go to six conference finals in a row or something like that, seven conference finals in a row. Pretty impressive. Good for them. Uh, but since that since last then. conference finals appearance, they have fuck, they have literally not won a playoff game. And that was in 2008. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Also, yeah, to not even win a game because, like, even if you're the worst seed, like, am I wrong in saying in the last playoffs Philly was the only team that swept their first round series? I yeah, think yeah, literally every other series, the other team the can at least chi- win a game. The championship Raptors got gamed by DJ Augustine, <laughs> right? Yeah, yes, yeah, in game one, that Orlando team never got swept in the playoffs because then they played the Giannis superstar Bucks the next year and won a game. Yeah, like it's hard. To win a playoff series, it's not hard to, to win, win a, a playoff game. Not, not not hard, but like if you're in the playoffs, even on the lower end, like teams, like you are a serious basketball team. Like there's something that you do that works well enough <laughs> right. that at least like you can win games. Yeah, you're like <laughs> at, almost at least in the top half of teams. Yeah, and to not win literally one, that's fucked. In like one series, getting swept once, whatever. Mm-hmm. Getting swept in two straight series, that's a little bit gutting. That's a little that bit hurts. tough. Three straight is, like, unthinkable. <laughs> yeah. It's unthinkable. And especially, like, I told you the point differentials in that last series. Right, it's never yeah. close. Yeah, like, people were it's definitely walking out five never minutes close. left in the game. Yeah. Ugh. That hurts. That's what happens when you go up with Blake Griffin against Giannis Antetokounmpo, though. <laughs> with Reggie Jackson against uh, Eric Bledsoe, probably, at that point. Right. <laughs> Which I, I think that's not too yeah, bad. Yeah, you, you, Reggie Jackson cooks Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> Especially now. Is Eric, Eric Bledsoe's out of league now? He's in uh, He's in China. Oh, okay. He's, but he got buckets. Apparently he's good in China. He plays with nice. uh, Michael Beasley. Nice. Um, let's stop talking about bad things to watch. And let's talk about some good things to watch. So let's talk about some really good things to watch. Mm-hmm. Our favorite things to watch. Our top ten favorite <laughs> things to watch. Yeah. <even. laughs> Top 10 favorite players to watch. Uh, and we have no Raptors intentionally. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we've excluded Raptors. Yeah, it's just like gameplay. Like, that's it. It's purely like how much I enjoy mm-hmm. them on the court. You want to start from 10 and work our way up? Yeah. Okay. You want to go first or want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. And I have a guy that you definitely have on your list, probably way higher than I do. But for me, number 10 is Nikola Jokic. A little too fundamental to be higher on the list. Uh, the only, like, obviously the passes are crazy. You get some crazy flashy passes. But, like, anytime he's scoring, it's just, like, uh, it's so basic. Uh, and, like, but it's so efficient. And it's just, like, a man who just has, ma- it's just someone who's mastered, like, his craft. And, like, mm-hmm. like one of the, the craziest hands ever. I think it was, like, when uh, they were facing uh, the Jazz, and it was like one play where I saw uh, where it was like very end of the shot clock, and Murray puts up a three, and it's gonna air ball, and like the shot clock's literally gonna expire. Like he has like a second, and Jokic just like puts his hand up and in one motion taps the ball from like it being an air ball and just puts it right in. And I was like, I've never seen hands like that, like from like a big guy. And then like ever since then, it's like it's been so impressive. Uh, like when he has the ball, good shit happens every time. Like I said, nothing too flashy other than the passes mm-hmm. and literally some of the craziest passes all I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Probably the player who I've seen give the most crazy passes, even like compared to like Luca and shit like that. Um, and so he gets my number 10. My number 10, who's a player that I would imagine you have on your list, but I have no idea how high is Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Um, Steph Curry, uh, the only reason I don't have him a little bit higher is he can be a little bit one-note sometimes. Mm. Um, but it's a good note. But it's a good-ass <laughs> note. He's, like, even fun watching when he doesn't have the ball in his hands. Yeah. Like, uh, on offense, around. like, if Draymond Green has the ball in his hands, I'm watching Steph. 
Yes. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, seeing what action they're running for him. Mm-hmm. And, like, some of that fun is from Steve Kerr and other players around him, but, like, most of it is Curry just sprinting around, taking threes. His layup package is, like, low-key really nice. It's really fun to watch. I love those super high-arcing ones. It's the really, like, yeah. he, like, the ball goes, like, above the backboard. It's a something. good, like, signature layup package. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of other people do that. Trey Young will kind of mess around with that right. sometimes, but, like, Steph is the OG, and Steph... It, He's been fun to watch for he he would have made this top ten list any of the past like twelve years so mm-hmm. yeah I do have him on this list uh, my number nine is uh, the Claw Kawhi Leonard nice. when, especially this year he hasn't missed a game and that's like the only time that he's bat every time he's on the court he shows out he's he's a little like Joker in that he's a little fundamental based but he's he does do more flashy stuff he'll mm-hmm. do the poster dunk um, he. That mid-range automatic and the defense is like one of my favorite. He's my favorite person to watch get a steal because he will like rip it from like big dudes. Like and they don't have it, and Kawhi will just take that shit. Like oh yeah, like nobody does. Like he he just like he's my favorite player to watch get a steal. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, uh, we seen live in person how sick he could be, or For not sure. live, but. As a fan. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, he makes my number nine. Yeah. Uh, one quick aside from that, uh, Clippers have been really good recently. They have. Um, and a lot of that's Kawhi. And I'm kind of split on whether I was right about this. Because while I did say, I was like, you know, like, I don't think this will work out. My initial response when James Harden went there is... They will go as far as Kawhi takes them. If Kawhi is really good, they have a chance to win. Right. And if he plays if he plays as well as he's been the past two weeks, they're a genuine title. Contender. And Paul George has honestly been better than him this year on the year overall. But he, he's yeah. missed only uh, – some miss one game. Kawhi's been heating up. That's he, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're going to be good mm-hmm. if Kawhi's playing like this. My number nine is Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton nice. is an insanely fun passer to watch. Yeah, uh, he's got a funky jump shot that I kind of like. Funky jump shots are fun; they're they're always good. He plays with like a swagger that's kind of you know like I, I like that kind of shit. Yes, like the uh, the confidence that he has. Um, and really, it's just most it's mostly his playmaking. I love I, I'm a sucker for playmaking, and yeah. he's like one of the best playmakers in the league, if not the best playmaker in the league. Right. I stand by what I said on the pod on our last podcast. I think he's the second best offensive player in the league, personally. Wow. Uh, I actually think it, the argument for him to be number one is better than the argument for him to be number three. So personally. you think he's closer to Jokic than to Steph? Than to the field, yeah, right. Steph or Luca. I would right. have to I would have to do some internal thoughts on that. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, Tyrese is sick. Yeah, he actually didn't make my list, but he, he was considered. Uh, also, like, he is, like, a game feel. Like, even in, like, uh, like that Bucks game where, like, Giannis, like, was asked for the ball. Like, uh, like the game is getting a little chippy, and he had, like, two, like, kind of poster ducks in mm-hmm. it, which is, like, not really in his game. But, oh, like, for sure. Yeah, he's, like, got, like, low-key, like, hops. Yes. He, he's sneaky athletic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, number eight is, uh, such a casual take, but I mean, people love him for a reason. And it's Kyrie Irving, uh, seeing the absolute handle wizardry. Like I've literally never seen anyone like that. It's, it's like, you're watching like a YouTube mixtape, like almost every time he plays, uh, like almost no flaws in his game other than his defense. Um, but like, I guess passing, but like on scoring, he scores from literally anywhere that he's like 50, 40, 90 type of player insane layup package like you said about Steph but Kyrie's is just way more flashy yeah he's it's the best layup package in the league for a guard yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh, well no it's a it's just a, for like enjoyment of watching it's the best yes. is what I mean correct it's it's my favorite yep uh yeah number eight he's Kyrie's great he didn't make my list but he is really really fun to watch mm-hmm. uh my number eight is uh Anthony Davis Bit, nice. bit of a weird pick. I know he's not everyone's cup of tea, but personally, he's it's a really weird. Pick. He's my favorite uh, defensive player to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's super athletic, and also like one of the reasons he's been injured so much is because like when he's like on on defense, he is flying around. Yeah. He's sprinting out on closeouts. He's diving into the stands to get balls. Mm-hmm. He's on, the first guy on the floor for the people don't talk about it enough that he is always on the floor for loose balls. Right. And he's always <laughs> diving into the crowd. And like Yeah, like people reason, make the meme like, oh, there's another season ending injury. But it's just because he does hustle. Like yeah, that. his hustle is crazy on that end. He runs the rim on the other end. Like he doesn't play like a star center. Like mm-hmm. when when they're in transition. He plays like a fucking Clint Capella type. Yeah. Where he's like 
And, but he's, like, way more athletic than Clint Capella. So yeah. when he runs the rim, you can throw it basically anywhere over there and he'll catch it. I think the best lob finisher in the NBA. Yeah, I would I would agree Maybe with that. Maybe honest. Um, yeah, 80, number 80. Yeah, I was just memeing when I said it was a weird pick. Because my seven is Anthony Davis. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, everything, like you said, like, one of my favorite defenders to watch. Uh, like, fucking swats it from anywhere. Big blocks all the time. Like, big plays. And, lo- yeah. Like you were saying about the rim running, like if he has like a head of steam, like he finishes over literally everyone. Mm. And like the fact that like I've got to see him play with like LeBron and like Rondo when he was in New Orleans is right. so sick. Just like having good passers with him is always awesome. Yeah. Oh, well, like, he is LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so but that's still, what I'm saying. Like, oh, I'm going, you're I'm saying I got to see him career. play with like LeBron and like Rondo in New Orleans and Rondo in LA. Right. Even Westbrook. Like he's yeah. had a lot of good lob passers with them. Mm-hmm. So, Taking full advantage of that. Like, who's the best law pass that, like, Giannis has played with? Yeah. Like, like Middleton, Drew. maybe? Yeah, like Middleton, Drew? maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number seven is uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, nice. I think I've said this uh, a few times this year that I've kind of, like, enjoyed watching him more this year than maybe ever in his career. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I've just loved it. Been on um, he's just, like... Did he you commit- say he was shooting 50% from three? At, at one point he was. I don't know if he still is. <laughs> okay. He can make space in a phone booth. He's yeah. tall enough that like he gets a shot off over anybody. Yeah. It's it feels like always the best defender on the other team is on him. They never like switch those, so it's always just the best defender like getting cooked by him <laughs> yeah, and him just like exactly. rising up above them. All of his shots are tough. Yeah. He's low key a kind of fun defender cuz he like will right. w- will go for swats and stuff yeah, and likes yeah, a good yeah. chase down. Uh and yeah, I just KD very complete game. Super fun. Didn't make my list. Mm-hmm. This was a little controversial. I'd say most likely not on your list, but mine's Joel Embiid. Um, I just love seeing just like absolute dominance. Um, as mm-hmm. we'll get to, there's one guy a little higher who shows a little bit more, but he's just the biggest guy in the court and he plays like it. Like he will bully everyone. He's got, he's so skilled. He can dribble. He's got that silky uh, mid-range shot. And once again, like, elite defender. Like, the type that, like, when he... If he rotates, like, on time, the defender doesn't even try, like, to take the shot. Like, mm-hmm. he just puts fear into people's hearts. And, um, yeah, the two-way ability is what gets him number six for me. The only thing that keeps him off my list... Free throws. Is he takes too many free throws. I hate watching free throws. Fair enough. And, uh... Uh, there's another player, I don't know if you have him on the list, but, like, a player who, like, also got taken off by free throws for me is, is Shea. I okay. just can't stand, like, players who take a lot of free throws, like, I, I, just, I feel that. It I, slows down the game way too much I for will me. say, though, it does feel, it, the only thing in my head when I'm watching it is when I'm rooting for the player, I like seeing them getting fouled. Because then it's like, oh, I'm there. Tr- Especially if it's an and one, then it's just sick. Yeah, but then well, it's like, ones are like it makes awesome. up for the miss. Because it's like, oh, it's not really a miss because he's still getting the point. Like, oh, he got fouled. He only missed that because he got fouled. And even though, like, they're making the fouls and a lot of them aren't really fouls. Um, in my head, that's why. Like, if you see, like, a Raptors player, like, take a free throw, you're not as. You still probably enjoy it, right? So yeah, for fouled. sure. And that's just the kind of mindset. Yeah. Um,. What are we on? Number six? I said my number six. Okay, my number six is LeBron James. Nice. Uh, at some point in his career, he might have even been number one. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, when I first started watching ball, he would have definitely been, like, top three. He's still so fun. He is. I mean, like, he can hit, like, his dunks are crazy. His playmaking is next level. Like, he's, like, uh, not anymore, but he's, like, a Zion-level dunker right. mixed with, like, a Jokic-level passer. Like, and now he's kind of got this, like, Harden-level, like, three-point hot. Like, yeah. like, he'll miss some, and some games it's just not there. But some games it's, like, like literally no matter what you're doing, it's going to just keep firing them over you. Right. Was it the in-season tournament semis where he just, like, had those, yeah. like, deep threes, like, back-to-back? And it basically buried New Orleans yeah. in, like, the second quarter. Yeah. And, like, uh, uh, that was crazy. <laughs> like, I think three of them right. within, like, five minutes. Uh, and it's also sick that every time you watch him, you know you're, like, watching history. Yeah, for sure. And it, like, he's just great. He's super fun to watch. Also, like, him and AD, both on this list, is one of the reasons that the Lakers are, like, mm-hmm. have been the, one of the most watchable teams in the league. Right. They play them. They're on every night, but, like, we don't really mind. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I hard agree with that. In fact, my number five is LeBron. Nice. Okay. <laughs> for, uh, yeah, all the reasons you said. 
Um, he's not he's not really doing those chase down blocks or anything like that like he used to, but he'll still like he still definitely takes like a, at least a one on one defensive matchup uh, very personally, and he'll, he'll uh, guard up. And uh, yeah, he's like it, he's like he's literally doing everything. Like he's like looking for the pass the whole time, uh, and then at any point if his team's down, he just barrels to the rim and like. He's still faster than people, which is the craziest part. Like, it's not like he's always muscling. Like, sometimes he just, he's just a step ahead still. And, like, he's also got the same kind of thing you were talking about with Kawhi. He's, like, a beast. Like, so right. strong. Yeah, like, yeah, he'll yeah. just bully people. Even, like, MB. Even, like, kind of stuff. yeah. Like, and, like, strong people. Oh, like, my God, Aaron, yeah. Even, like, Aaron Gordon. like Or, Eric Gordon. Or, Aaron Gordon. Like, yeah. Can't do shit against him. Make him look weak. Yeah. Um, my number five, who I can guarantee is not on your list, Darren Fox. Right. I love fast point guards. I thought about putting Tyrese Maxey on this list too, but it was a little I, I too much. About both those guys. It was a little too much overlap between those two players. I was like, I'm gonna try and diversify a little bit on uh-huh. the list. Um, Darren Fox is so fast. It feels like sometimes, like he'll be at the three point line, slowly dribbling, and then he's just at the cup. <laughs> right. Like, you know, like that. Like you blink and he's laid it up. He's like noticeably faster in the same way, like like Maxi is that way, and like Morant. We're like in a league of like athletic guards. They're right. like noticeably faster than, than everyone every else. Uh, also, he's another tough mid range uh, scorer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like his tough. I like his mid range game. His like hook shots and stuff like that too. Kind of around the rim is fun. And I also really like clutch players who like gonna turn it up up. in the fourth. And like Fact. like if it's a close game and Sacramento's playing and you're like oh it's you're close going into the fourth. It's like let me watch this right now. What's what's yeah. Darren Fox going to do? I've seen him have way too many games where he has like eight points going into the fourth quarter and he finishes with like 30 or like finishes yep. with 25. Right. Like, and he does it. It's like, Oh, he's not having that good of a game. And it's like, Oh, oh 16 yeah. in the fourth. <laughs> uh, yeah. Love yeah. that man. And the three point shots have been coming around. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, uh, one of his rivals, uh, who you said was not on your list. So funny enough, kind of a little bit of parody there. Shea Gilgis Alexander. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously gets a huge boost from us. Honestly, ever since we saw him on Canada Day play for team Canada, like, He's been my guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hamilton native. Hamilton native. Yeah. Him and I straight up might have been born in the same hospital. He, him and you are very similar. <laughs> I mean, yeah. In so many ways. Um, yeah, because we, we both know people who are pedophiles. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, he, he makes it, like, feel like, damn, if I was as skilled as him, I could be in the NBA. Because it's like, he's not even, like, that fast or, like that strong or that athletic but like somehow is always laying it up like around like really good defenders or like the, getting like you said with fox like that mid-range that like um is just so good and um and he like really tries on defense he's long uh he's not like the best defender but uh he's definitely a good one no i think he's a really really good defender really? I, if he didn't carry that much of a scoring load i think he'd be an all-defense candidate yeah but i, I think since he carries that much of a scoring load he can't he, do that right but like he's so long and he has really good hands and Fact. is real and quick feet and he tries on defense yes in a way that like like Anthony Edwards and Devin Booker are two other players who get big ups from me because they always try yes. on defense. Yeah, always. Yeah. Devin Booker's a really good like uh, contrast or not contrast uh, comparison with Shea because they just have such offensive loads, but they do still really try on defense. Mm-hmm. Also, like I really love him off the court. Like he's got so much like swag and like the like sick IG posts and the fits and stuff, and I, that bleeds into it a little bit for me on make on his likability, which makes me like his game. He was close to making my list. He was close. Uh, he's like, he has a very similar game to Darren Fox. Right. Um, he's just like, take some of the speed and give it to length. Right. Uh, and that's basically it. <laughs> I think a little more skill too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. I think the thing with the difference between them and their mid-range games is um, it feels like it's a little more graceful for him. Right. Like, it feels like he's like able to rise up. Yeah. E- way easier off his dribble moves. Like he's very like he's like a smaller KD, and like mm-hmm. especially from the short mid range. Yes, it feels like he rises up really quick. Um, that's number four. That's number four. So right? We're already four. here. I have, my number four is also a player that I would assume is not on your list. Okay, and that's Lamelo Ball. Wow, Lamelo Ball. Uh, there's been a lot of good playmakers on this list. I've had LeBron. <laughs> I've had Halliburton. Yeah. I've had. Uh, there's one player I haven't talked about yet. Right. I've had Darren Fox, Steph Curry, like a lot of dudes who I like their playmaking. This LaMelo Ball's playmaking is so much fun, man. Yes. 
He throws some wild passes. He's, he's double tapping B every time. Every single pass. time. <laughs> every single time. He takes deep, deep threes. He right. he's he goes for tough finishes at the rim. Yeah. He's not a dude who like will shy away from contact. Like mm-hmm. for a dude who passes as much as him, like if he's like going at like a big man, he doesn't dish out that often. Right. Like he'll go, he'll go for right it. at them. And like if you want to talk about swag, like if we were to make like an all swag team, <laughs> it would be hard to leave him off the first team. That's right. a dude who's confident is through the roof yes. and you can tell just the way he plays mm-hmm. very very fun I love the mellow ball nice uh, now uh, this is we, I mentioned him a little bit I, I hinted at him with Embiid um, but it's Giannis uh, I just love the absolute motor on that like just he'll just take the ball uh, and he'll just drive and you know he's gonna drive and he's still gonna dunk on you He's he knocks like really big guys out of the way like your starting center will be, like, pushed out of bounds when, like, Giannis is driving. He's, like, so insane on defense. And what's cool about his defense, he's not, because of the way the Bucks system, he doesn't play a one-on-one defense. So he's, like, he'll just come in out of nowhere and, like, swat the ball. And, um, yeah, I just it's, it's the motor for me. And mm-hmm. it's the dominance. It's the strength. It's the unfairness, too. I... I it's actually if I'm not if we're not if the Raptors aren't playing him, it's fun to see a dude who just makes the other team like feel unfair. Like, what are they supposed to do every single time? Like, he starts taking the layup at the free throw line and then dunks it, mm-hmm. or he like gathers at the free throw line and dunks it. It's crazy. Nice thing with Giannis too is he has very seldom does he have a bad game, and like right. when he's on the court, it feels like he's always affecting play on a high level on mm-hmm. both ends of the court. Uh, and it's just sick. Like he's. He's the, like, definition of dominance. Yes. Uh, my third overall pick, uh, third overall pick, my bronze medal <laughs> winner for most fun player in the league is Zion Williamson. Another super dominant nice. player. He was uh, hard to leave off the list. Super athletic. Uh, like, kind of, he's another guy who's kind of one note in that he's just going to, like, run right. at the rim and try and score. Even more than Giannis. But, like, he tries so hard to finish over anyone <laughs> and i i love that and like he's like there's no player who plays like him and that's really fun like nobody's yeah. even like at all similar to him play style wise right. somebody who's that height and carries that much weight but is still like super athletic right. uh i love zion um and like honestly like a couple years ago he might have been number one for me right i, I like at duke he was like must watch tv and a little bit of like how i was talking about Giannis of like he'll just make like big your starting center look like he's like a point guard zion does the exact same thing like it, like he'll bully the guy out of the way and then even if he misses the shot he's always getting the rebound over the dude and then still finishing sometimes and one like mm-hmm. he's and the Kawhi thing you were talking about earlier, too, where, like, he will rip the ball out of people's right. hands. Like, if you have the ball in your hands and he's next to you, he'll just put his, like, <laughs> meaty hands on it. And, and he's you just don't stronger than you. Like, guaranteed, like, he's right. taking that out of your hands. I- yeah. I've seen him rip Giannis like that, right. which is, like, one of the toughest players to do that, too, in the league. For sure. For sure. Uh, my number two, uh, Mingus is the kind of deal where uh, how you have, you're probably going to have Joker way higher, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine's Curry. Um, it's just, like I said with Shea, where it's like, damn, if I was that good, I would be in the NBA. That's like how Curry makes you feel that, like, more than anything. It's like, holy fuck, if I could just shoot like him, I would straight up be in the NBA. But, uh, he's just, like, that shooting is so insane. He's, like, better, like, it's like the thing where he's better at something compared to the field more than any other player. Like, he's so, so much of a better shooter than the rest of the league, which is trending towards shooting than like anyone else's at an individual talent that it's just so fun to watch. He he's so low key cocky because he's like a nice dude, but like he's got like he'll always hit you with like a celly, he puts you to bed. Um his celly game is, is S two. Yeah. I think he has the best celly game in the NBA IML. Yeah. I love his sellies. Uh, I'd agree. I would agree. Me my number one guy also has a pretty good celly game. But mm-hmm. um and then, the, yeah, like you said, like, the layup package, like, as a little dude, just finishing over big guys to me is always really cool. Uh, a little bit, honestly, the complete opposite of my last pick in Giannis. But, um, and like you were saying with the off ball, like, even if he doesn't have the ball, he still must watch because, like, you'll he'll be having, like, an elite defender, like Derek White, like, fucking, like, killing himself trying to get around all these screens. And, like, sometimes they get around him well and they still contest the shot really well and it just doesn't matter and it's going to go in. He's the only dude that's like, if the it's about to go to halftime and he takes like a half court shot, you're like, 
that's that might go it. <laughs> yeah, like when he played like Boston in the finals a couple years ago, they had the deep boy on him every game, <laughs> and he had one bad game against him. Right, like all in the whole six game series. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Marcus Smart was like try. It's not even like Marcus Smart's defense was that bad. Like no. he was running around those screens. He, he was. was but uh yeah it ends yeah it's crazy being that consistent in uh as a jump shooter uh my number two we don't really need to talk about because we just talked about him not long ago and that's Giannis Antetokounmpo okay yep he's so good he's, he's really he's good. Just really really good at basketball freak, freak. he's good he's good at basketball <laughs> I like it <laughs> he's good at basketball and I like it <laughs> um and then my number one guy is still Russell Westbrook we were talking about with Giannis and motor and everything and Russ is just that. And even uh, Lakers Russ wouldn't have been on this list because, um, like, he just wasn't happy. But, like, he, like people will shit on him, and then, like, he'll just overcome it. Like, any bad shot he takes, which honestly probably is a bad shot, especially given his efficiency. But any shot he takes could go in. He'll do everything on the court. He's, like, w- like such a weird defender because, like, he'll literally, like, just miss rotations, but then also, like, be, like, one of the best defenders on KD or, like, like weird <laughs> shit like that. He'll, like, get the block from behind. My um, favorite defense on him is when he has a taller dude on him and he friends Denies them. the pass. I, I love that it, shit. And he they, loves – he, like, <laughs> lives for that. Too. I agree. And uh, it, it helps – and also it's that same skill of why he's so good at grabbing rebounds. Like, he's so tall. Uh, or, sorry, he's not that tall, but he's got, like, such a crazy vert and, uh, and like – underrated timing i would say on uh for that and uh yeah he'll just jump over a dude and he also is one of those guys that just doesn't care um like how he's doing like he has like a poster dunk with like 20 seconds left in the game when his team was like down by 10 when like he was with the wizards like it's it's that ferocity that i just love He's, like, really fun for me because of the, like, unexpectedness. Right. You never know what he's going to do <laughs> and how effective he's going to be. Yeah. That and that's really, really fun. I Either love way, you're going to see some crazy shit. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy that he's number one for you, but I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. That, that kind of heart, you know, it's, it's easy to root for. Mm-hmm. The one thing I would like to say before I reveal my number one pick, which, I mean, like, if you don't know who it is, you don't know me. Um... <laughs> The fact that John Morant's on neither of our lists speaks to the fact that it's been a little too long since he played. Yeah. If John Morant I, was playing this season, I would almost guarantee you he'd be on probably both of our lists. Uh, yeah. But I did, like, I thought about him for a second. I was like, eh, you know, like, uh, do I really got to put him on there? Yeah. But, like, when John Morant's playing, like, the fact that we didn't talk about how funny he is to watch is, like, you know, a bit disrespectful. Right. Because he <laughs> is a really fun player to watch. But my number one pick is Nikola Jokic. The passes that that man throws are crazy are. at his height. And he, like, he's just funny. Like, the way he runs down the court and right. carries himself. And, like, Kyle Lowry kind of had this thing, too, where, like, they're running down and they, like, almost seem tired. And then they get the ball in their hand and they'll just get to work bullying somebody. <laughs> yes. And, like, his, like, I love one my favorite thing of his, other than his passing, is... Any mid-range shot that he gets fouled on where he has to, like, change the way that he takes it. Yes. Because the way he contorts his body to get and ones is insane. And he also has probably the lightest touch in the league. In right. that, like, the Kawhi-type shot where it bounces on the rim a bunch of times. I swear he gets, like, two, two, three of those a game. <laughs> yes. He's also one of those guys that's, like, if we're ever watching a game and, like, we're, like, at a bar or something and we're with, like, friends who, like, don't watch basketball... I'll be like, oh, by the way, that guy right there is, like, the best player in the world. And everyone's like, what? That dude is, like, the <laughs> best guy in the NBA? Because he just doesn't look it at all. And, um, yeah, it, it's like you said, like, with the body language. Like, he looks slow, and he's, like, running up the court, and then, like, it'll just cook literally everyone in every single way. And he's, like, he's got that LeBron thing where, like, he's so talented mm-hmm. and has so much in his bag that you could kind of see the motors working of, like, him, like, figuring out defenses on the fly and like similar to him and LeBron are similar in Tyrese Halliburton's kind of like this too. Uh, It's one of the reasons that all three of those guys are on my list is that like, sometimes those guys will make reads or passes that I'm like, what? Yeah. Like I wasn't even close to thinking about that. (laughs) And like, I'm not going to say I'm a ball genius, but like (laughs) I watch a pretty decent amount of ball and like a lot of passes you're like, Oh, 
open guy in the corner. Oh, they ran horns and they're hitting the guy rolling or they're yeah. hitting the guy at the top. And sometimes those guys will like make a read where it's like, oh my God. <laughs> like some of his. Or he'll like do a pass and then point because it's like, I can't, I don't have the angle, but you should do that pass. Or even like the touch passes. Somebody will throw it to him and you can tell that he's right like, away. that's the person who actually needs the ball. <laughs> yeah, Let me right get away. it over there. Uh, he's just so cerebral and that's like really cool. I like it a lot. Uh, and he dunks like twice a year. And that's kind of that, fun when he dunks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also similar to Giannis in that, like, he's so good consistent. pretty much he every game. Have, actually, he had like two bad games since then, but those are so outliers. Like, yeah. Those are like, like anomalies. Like, those get talked about when, and yeah. they're still great games, just like by his insane standards. Yeah, he does not have bad Basically, games. the conversation around that, he had two bad games, which, like, a lot of players will have two back-to-back bad games, like, good players will, yep. and it's not a big deal. People were like, is Jokic, like, gonna fall off? And everyone, <laughs> as soon as that question was asked, were like, no way. <laughs> Literally no shot. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just so consistent, and it's like, uh, it's just, it's it's really fun to watch. It's, it's the kind of game that, uh, if you really like basketball, it's sick. But I wouldn't recommend him as the first player to watch. For yeah, yeah don't watch his highlights. <laughs> yeah, I think Giannis is the more... Like, if you're going to follow one superstar, like, that's the one that I feel like would get more people in. Yeah. Or even Jaw. Or Jaw. Or LaMelo. LaMelo is one right. that I would for sure be like, yo, watch it. Except that he loses. Yeah, that's fair. He, do, he does lose. <laughs> Which sucks. Also, he's hurt mm-hmm. right now. And he's kind of been, like, injury-riddled. Like, him... Yeah, and, he actually... He's been missing a lot of time over... Yeah, over last. his whole career. Yeah. Basically, uh, he's had a lot of ankle. Even his rookie year, yeah. I thought he's. Re- oh, okay. Uh, I think he only missed like noticed- fifteen games. Oh, okay. Year. I guess I've been noticing more after. Yeah. But yeah, he's been having a lot of stretches where he misses games, which sucks. Mm-hmm. But also, Not like- be- I mean, second worst injury luck of- in that family, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Free Lonzo. <laughs> Also, Mason Plumlee's another shout-out for most fun players to watch, for sure. Yeah, our number zero, <laughs> who breaks the list because none of the other players are even close. He really is. Plus, if it was, if, if we were using advanced like, stats, honestly, actually, if, if we weren't using normal metrics and we are using advanced stats of funness to watch uh, ratioed with uh, how Talent. actually good they are, he is right near the top. Yes. He, he is so... Him and, like, like Derek Jones Jr. Or, like, Kenny Lofton, who just got released right. by... Uh, Memphis. Russ would still be on the list. Yeah, fast <laughs> Russ would still be on the list. Even, like, LaMelo almost makes that. But LaMelo's, like, a genuine all-star. So, yeah. you know. Is he a 40% sh- three-point three shooter, too? No, he takes too many bad threes. Right. I think he still shoots, like, no, but 30, he's really good, though. He shoots, like, 38%. Okay. But, like, which and is as crazy. As, like, the guy yeah. who, like, everyone's targeting. Yeah, for sure. Although, like, for a bad team, they have decent, like, floor spacing. Right, Like, yes, when, when they sure. run them with, like, Rozier and Hayward and, like, Brandon Miller, like, it's like, oh, they have, like, actual shooters out there with them. Right. And and Bridges. And Bridges. Oh, yeah. And Bridges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Bridges. forgettable. I actually was thinking about, I was like, ooh, should I put Bridges on my short list? I was like, nah, he's not making any less ever. No. Unless we're talking about <laughs> most likely to, who you'd want in a fight <laughs> against a woman. <laughs> who I'd want backing me up in a fight against a woman. <laughs> if Ronda Rousey's attacking me, who do I need? 